Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Thunderdome Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 2nd. I am your host, Troy Chang. Well, week 8 finally provided the scoring outburst that many had hoped for. There were some sweet scores, better than any Halloween candy could provide. But for those on the end of those prolific scores, Halloween weekend provided some scary outcomes. But no team had to deal with a horrific weekend quite like the Rum Shakers. The nightmare season continues. But as always, they will fight to the next weekend. All right, time to bring in Commissioner uh, Pigs. How was your weekend? It was a uh, it was a good weekend. So, uh, so the uh, was it the uh, the bolt? How the how the bolts do this week? We lost. <laughs> uh, it was such a good game too. So so there's progress still being made. Then, in other words. Oh yeah, progress is definitely made from the first day, but it was a winnable game. We just defense let us down again. <laughs> what was the uh, final score? Uh, twenty-seven twelve, I think. Oh man, who's who's your defensive coordinator? Did I have to have a talk with your defensive uh, coordinator? Yeah, he he was feeling bad because he kind of. He should have played it. They were running the ball like crazy on us. <laughs> and uh, he didn't adjust. And so it didn't, it wasn't too great. <laughs> <laughs> he, he felt bad at the end. <laughs> so, uh, well, did the uh, kids forget about it by the time Halloween came around? <laughs> of course. <laughs> did you, uh, were you guys at home? Do you usually pass out the candy? Uh, yeah, we're in a new neighborhood this year, so we didn't know what to expect. But yeah, we um, we gave out candy, and we also went out there. And uh, what's what's your neighborhood like? Are they the new this new neighborhood? They they uh pretty uh festive when it comes to Halloween. Yeah, they were very festive. There was this one house that. We went up, walked up to, and there was this old man like stand sitting in his porch area, and he was giving out candy. Yeah. And so my son went up there, and and they had this big old like blow up thing right next to him. So it was like nicely decorated, and and we walk up there, and in the rocks there was this like it looked like a doll. <laughs> But then he just jumped up, and my son was so scared. <laughs> he got so scared. It was oh man, hilarious. But well, it, like uh, you know, most of our kids. Well, basically, they're they're old enough now to like. We just send them on the way. Like you do, go. you don't go with them. <laughs> no. What? So, they're they're older now. I know, and, uh, but do they so, all go? Ella goes too. No, the oldest one, she actually had a game that night. So uh, by the time she came home, she she wasn't going to, she didn't do anything. So it's more like, uh, 
most of them who went were well the older kids kind of went off on their own and there was another group that was maybe like their sophomores to well the youngest would be would be my youngest one which she's a eighth grader so they kind of went around the neighborhood and um actually it wasn't my neighborhood it was closer to we went to uh uh peter's neighborhood they uh and so his neighborhood they went it's it's kind of subdivided into like even different divisions in that neighborhood Uh and uh so they showed me a video because they went to a house that was a a haunted house they set up a whole haunted house in there Uh and i don't know how big this house was and there there were big houses but um it's just like because she recorded walking through it and it was like a major haunted house like it was so long uh-huh. how long she recorded and there's so many dolls and mannequins and stuff in it i couldn't believe how elaborate this uh haunted house was uh-huh. <laughs> but uh i guess in the end like they got like a full bag of the Haribo gummy bears or something like that oh <laughs> yeah i guess it paid off which i was surprised because my youngest one's a pretty she's pretty scared so i can't believe she actually got through that haunted house <laughs> so they had so they had to go through it and then at the end they got the candy yeah oh <laughs> so that's pretty crazy but n- nothing as crazy as uh there's uh someone i know and, and he sent me a picture uh-huh. and this neighborhood is like supposed to be one like one of the nicest neighborhoods like this is like full of like nice rich houses and they had someone in in their neighborhood okay so let me say in the past they've had someone who's always had uh rented out a ben and jerry's ice cream truck what yeah (laughs) i need to go there yeah i I I, I was like thinking actually you know when he was telling me more about this i was like man maybe i i I need to find a way to sneak into this neighborhood but uh (laughs) so that's pretty good right uh-huh. but he did, you know say like oh the guy who's doing he's not doing he, he he's not gonna have a ben and jerry's uh well anyways he wasn't gonna do it this year but anyways uh so he showed me a picture of of what was going on someone rented out a in and out truck what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody that came yeah you, you just get it cheaper i was like how did it work like oh he's like well they just God. had a tent and at the tent, you put in your order, and then they cook up your burger, just like at the real thing. I was what like, "What the heck?" And it in now a truck is like a, you know, it's not like a food truck size. It's more like a, like a trailer size. Oh yeah, know? yeah, uh huh. And I couldn't believe it. So someone did that, and then he sent me a map. And so someone did that. Someone got like a taco truck. Someone got uh, ice cream. Uh, sandwich truck. Someone got like a donut truck. Uh, and I was like, oh my So God. this is like geared more towards adults then? Well, no. I mean, of course adults too, but no. The, I mean, these are kids are all there. This is just the whole neighborhood. Everyone just walking around grabbing stuff. Wow. So what yeah. did you do? Did you I mean, go I, out? I wasn't there. I, didn't, I know, no, I, but I'm saying for Halloween, what what do you do? You just oh, stay home? Oh, we were just, actually, we were all at uh, Peter's house. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Peter was a, he was actually a, a what do you call it? A pizza, 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 <laughs> what do you call it? A, a pizza maker. Oh. He was the pizzaola. He yeah. has, he has a, um, one of those ovens. Yeah. He's got one of these, uh, new ovens that he broke out. So he was like busy making, uh, pizzas all day for everyone. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. But, and uh, you guys yeah. dressed up or no? No, oh. uh, nobody dresses up. Okay. I, 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 I do the bare minimum. I, I, I found this like MTV's sports. Uh, it's like a throwback MTV tank top. That I what? I it's just that I found. Like I had, I had a, uh, I was somewhere and I needed like a uh, a shirt or like a tank top, uh-huh. real quick. And so I just wanted the cheapest one I could find at Target, and. I, it was like a, I found this this MTV like eighties MTV's tank top, and it was like four dollars. So I just bought that. <laughs> I know, but what is that supposed to be? Well, in the end, uh, it's just a throwback. I'm just a throwback eighties <laughs> MTV person. Oh like, my god! MTV jock jams. <laughs> but uh, like I said, that's about my level of. Uh, dressing up for Halloween. <laughs> what about you girls? Uh, what were they? The second one was Alice in Wonderland, and the youngest one was like a, it's like a kind of like an anime character. Oh, okay. Yeah. How about your kids? Um, well, they weren't gonna go at first, uh-huh. so they didn't really at all do much. But um, your kids are still pretty young, aren't they? Yeah, but they don't. They weren't gonna go. But my son ended up just wearing his uh, soccer uniform. uniform. <laughs> <laughs> and was then, it because it was a new neighborhood? They didn't feel like going. Yeah, and they didn't have any like friends in the area to go uh-huh. out with, so I guess they didn't really want to go. <laughs> so, but in the end, the lure the lure of candy was uh, too great. Oh yeah, the lure of candy was too great. <laughs> Oh man, talking about uh, again lures of being too great or little treats. There was a tr- NFL trade deadline this week, so some teams ended with treats. Uh, a little bit of exchanges. You got uh, TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. I don't know if that's, that's... going to do too much for Hawkinson. I don't think it's going to change too much for him though, in terms of his output. I know, but that was a pretty shocking trade. Yeah, uh, you know, it's in division and surprising, give them up. Yeah, uh, and not for really all that much. It's like with the draft picks you would get, you would expect to just try to find a another TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think uh, St. Brown owners would be pretty happy that uh, more targets would be vacated, and uh, that might help St. Brown hit some more high points true and then uh chase claypool going to the bears i don't know uh you know darnell mooney already wasn't doing so well and now claypool there uh again it's almost like uh who knows what claypool might do but it might make deontay johnson owners happier there's like again more targets to funnel to deontay johnson more than Johnson, I think, uh, what's his name? It's gonna Pickens, the... the rookie. Yeah, Pickens. Yeah, yeah, Pickens might be because he's a tall receiver. So, 
So yeah, that might actually help out fantasy players who are left on the team. Uh, Jeff Wilson to Miami. You know, I was had that guy for a while, and CMC, of course, made Wilson expendable. Mm-hmm. Now he goes to Miami. Uh, Edmonds goes to Detroit, uh, not Detroit, Denver, and that and muddles that situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then all, Wilson, I may just put a dent into Mostert owners' work because Mostert seemed to be like a solid running back while Edmonds was there, but. Now that mm-hmm. Wilson, who knows if the, they make it split up a little bit. So in that sense, it's going to model up Miami's uh, backfield and Denver's backfield a little bit. Yeah. And then let's see here. The last, uh, well, at least the one that I can think of, Naeem Hines. This is the only one one that, one little positive for me, small positive. <laughs> Goes to Buffalo, may, may uh, see some work there. I've been like dying to find an RB two, and uh, maybe Heinz can give me some, maybe what seven, eight points, maybe a game. I'll take it. All receptions. He's gonna be the receiving back. Right. It kind of screws um, their their other back. He was uh, uh, that's all. Yeah, that's all he was doing was just rec- yeah. receiving yards. Yeah. So Heinz is gonna be interesting, of course. Injuries that that's still always a, a weekly part of fantasy football. Biggest one's probably uh, Cup, you know, tweaking his ankle. Luckily, doesn't seem to be anything major, but we've seen Peter's team without Cup. It, it's definitely painful. So all uh-huh. Cup owners are going to be uh, hoping that he gets out there quickly. And then Jamar Chase, that injury. Did we already talk about that last week? No. That happened before yeah. we came? No, it oh, was okay. a surprise, well, a big, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. Like, he's going to be out what? I think he avoided IR, but, you know, people saying he's going to be out at least four weeks. So that's a big one. And then uh, Keenan Allen seemed to aggravate his hamstring, so he's probably going to rest a little bit longer. And then Swift came back, but we have to keep an eye on him because he's – wasn't he, well, he was 100%, and he's definitely not getting 100% of the work yet. Uh, Jamal Williams still getting a lot of work and all the TDs right now. And then the last one is uh, Connor. I, I don't know what is Arizona doing out there with him. They're like every every day or every week, it seems like he's getting limited practices all through the week, and then gay day comes, and then they they deactivate him. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, gotta, which I'm hoping for, but. Since I have Benjamin. <laughs> oh, man. I I have nothing. I'm like dying for that guy to get activated again. But I'm not so sure what he could do once he gets back in just yet. Anyways, being that he still isn't fully healthy. But uh, all right, so we'll see. We'll f- you, you better go dig deep into uh, Arizona and find out what's Seriously, going on. Seriously, <laughs> I need to do some research. Well, you're right. also missing... A, a recent one that just popped up and just kind of ruining my season is uh, Jonathan Taylor. He's been held out of practice. He's got oh, some yeah, ankle yeah. issues. And so he's been the worst number one pick of all time, I think. <laughs> uh, the worst? He's at the worst. At least he's uh, been in there. There's, there's been those years when Saquon and CMC get, got That's knocked true. out pretty early in the season. And they were seasoned. Yeah, but at least they're knocked out and you know they're out. He's, <laughs> he's been worthless since when he's playing. Yeah. Well, 
they're they're certainly going to need him healthy because again they shipped out Hines and uh, uh, you know they do have that other who's that who's that other the third string but who came in that one week and did really well. Yeah, you I picked him up, right? I just picked him up. Yeah, so yeah, you're gonna want, Jackson. Either, yeah, Jackson. You, either I guess this week you just want them to go ahead and sit together yeah. until get hundred percent and just use uh, Jackson until he gets back, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. So, well, that uh, quick injury lineup, and let's take a look at the week in review. Victorious. Hello, Thunderdome <laughs> podcast. It's been way too long. Way, way too long. Oh, man. Hey. Here he is again. Once again, our our number one uh, caller for the podcast. And this week, the number one high score, Victorious. B-I-C. Wow. The what? tone it's... has changed. You know, the last uh, podcast when you called in, I, I really thought we had to put some wellness check in on you it sounded like you were suicidal but i was, I was trying is... everything so definitely got some podcast love <laughs> it's it's been so long i i got the invitation to join the recording but i had to update my anchor up uh, app because <laughs> i haven't been on this podcast for so long it was a long drop it was a long drop but finally ended finally ended with in a satisfactory version of a a good a good it was a great matchup and not only was it the top score but you really needed all of those points to come up with that win this week yeah i i was coming to alvin Kamara already had 42 points and i'm like biting my nails and then the previous week i thought maybe i had a chance and then sticking tla decides to have his greatest game against me too as well <laughs> and and I, I really didn't want to lose to Stanky Boys or AKA Luke because <laughs> I already lost him in another league. So being down 0-2 to Luke, that would have really just, oh man, riled me up. Well, that would have been sad. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's interesting that you bring up TLA because let's let's look at that matchup from last week. Because again, if you had followed the patterns, you know TLA was really following along. He's basically following on a blueprint. That variant has set. So variant has to win and shuns the podcast and lose the next week and then win again, but lose and then maybe lose a player through injury also. Uh, you know, with variant losing Brees Hall. Well, following that pattern, TLA would lose this week. And certainly he did lose handily 102.6 to variants 138 and what do you know? He gets a player that's injured. Maybe not sees the injury, but Bateman for the Baltimore Baltimore Ravens gives us a zero because Rashad Bateman goes down with the injury. Uh, the podcast can help you or can hurt you. You, can, you just got to choose, Rich, or TLA, should I say. <laughs> So, you know, there we go with the uh, same pattern. So we shall see what will happen to those two this week. But, yeah, one of them had to win. But it certainly, like you said, follow pattern. And, unfortunately, TLA, he had his chances. But 
He lost a player and he lost a victory. Kind of <laughs> insult to injury, we should say. And he lost to his mentor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was rough. The uh, <laughs> the next matchup was uh, again uh, my Halloween host uh, Peter, but. He, I guess he had to spend too much time getting ready for the Halloween party, getting those pizzas ready because he went down to Zookzilla's 128.58 to 158.48. Zookzilla's handled him, handled him pretty easily. Uh, no, no Hollywood or Halloween treats for Peter this week. <laughs> but uh, so like, uh, you know, Danny had moved into a new neighborhood evidently this year, but still part of uh, Scottsdale. You said, are you still in the Scottsdale area? No, no, you're not even uh, in Scottsdale. Where, where are you? What area are you in now? It's called Queen Creek. It's like uh, East Valley. East Valley. So, like closer to Glendale area? No, no, no the opposite. No, Glendale's west. Yeah. So Scottsdale, I thought, is already pretty east. No, it's north. It's north. Mm-hmm. So it's more for the south and east then. Yep. Is that closer to where the cream markets were? Yeah, closer. Closer to that area. Yeah. So you want to get closer to the Noju is what, it's what's happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's hey, actually cream restaurants there. Or there's at least a market, right? It's the H Mart. Yeah, but it's still a good uh, 20 minutes from us. Right. So, so like... Uh, Vix was uh, this was was this your first Halloween or full Halloween there, Vic, at your new neighborhood? Uh, sort of. Actually, the last time, well, we moved actually on Halloween Day, so oh, that's right. Uh, oh, I really? got to experience half of it, but I didn't really get to decorate. But this year, I went all out. I, I uh, set up the whole house projector. I, I was in a blow up T Rex doll, and people <laughs> thought I was just a a, a, a prop. So they would just stare at me, and then I would freak them out, and they I had a, a lot of people freaked out. I think two of the kids cried, but it was it was pretty dang. I had the fog machine behind me; it, it looked pretty dang good. Where'd you Where'd you move to? Still in Brighton, but we just oh, moved okay. to a different neighborhood. But, okay. But yeah, Danny, Donnie, fifty eight. I I, I want to know: are you are you on the run from the feds as well, too? Because. <laughs> I mean, you Whoa. have, a, what, from what I saw, a thriving car wash business, and then uh-huh. you just took him and left for Arizona, and then you're in Scottsdale, now yeah. you're Glendale-ish. We, we, Maybe Donnie was really, truly correct name. No, yeah, we seriously have a disease. We move every three years. Uh, That's so rough, and moving is like the worst. Yeah. Pack up. <laughs> it's every time after I do it, I say oh, I would never do it again. <laughs> so, do you have it? Do you guys have it down to a like you have a system? Like, all right, time to move. Like, <laughs> let's get the boxes out, roll everything up. Yep. We know. We know what we're doing, people. Let's get moving. <laughs> we we do know. Well, I'm thinking he just keeps leveling up because obviously he's got a, even a better business, and that he must have been. From what I've heard, doing pretty darn well. So he just probably moved to like some mansion in Glendale or, or <laughs> wherever he's at. No, so we're we're uh, going into a new build, but it's not ready yet. So we're we're uh, renting right now temporarily. All right. Yeah. So where's the new build going? Back to Scottsdale? No, no, it's oh. near near oh, here, near where you're at. Yeah. Right now. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, 
being in Arizona, did you make like friends through work, uh, like a whole new set of friends out there, or what's going on? Out yeah, there? pretty much. I mean, no, there's barely any Koreans or Asians here, so uh-huh. they're all like neighborhood friends or school uh, sports friends. I mean, parents' friends and stuff like that. So, are you all in on uh, the Arizona sports scene, the Cardinal slash uh, Suns fan? No, I'm not a Suns fan. Just the Cardinals fan. Okay. <laughs> You're so, still a Laker fan, right? Yeah. All right. Well, in That's fact, right. we're uh, running a little bit late on this podcast because then you have <laughs> to let me know, like, hey, the Lakers went to overtime. So, a I'm miraculous like, right, overtime today. I'll watch the overtime. I had it recorded because uh, I, I turned the game on tonight. I didn't even realize there was a game on tonight. And then... <laughs> I noticed there was a game, and I'm like, yeah, there's about five minutes left in fourth quarter. Fine, I'll record it just in case if anything is good. And so then Danny goes, hey, you know the Lakers is about to go into overtime. So I was like, okay, fine, we'll, we'll do it afterwards. And I, I went back to, like, where the recording started, which is, like, five minutes into fourth quarter. So I kind of fast forward. Uh, obviously, I already know it's going to get tied. So I'm, like, going to go to, like, uh, I don't know, maybe it was, like, two minutes in, left in the game. And I'm watching – and I'm watching the Lakers give this game away. I'm like, yeah. wait a second. Did I hear Danny right? I don't see how this thing's going to go oh, to overtime. Wait, so it was did miraculous. we win or lose? We actually won. Like, yeah, yeah. someone uh, hit, a, hit a last second three-pointer. I mean, they gifted us. Yeah, gifted yeah, it. With one, one point something seconds left. Jeez. The other team could have iced it with two free throws. They missed both free throws, so they gave us an opening, and they actually one of the, the I guess the one one guy who could make a three. They finally decided to pass it to him, and <laughs> came through finally. <laughs> Pretty pathetic when we're uh, celebrating just one victory. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Second, but any victory we're like celebrating. Right, right. It's, and it's over the Pelicans of all people, but like, yeah. hey, we're like we can take any victory we can get, you know. Being the Pelicans, they should have definitely beat us because they get our first round pick. So if 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 we get a really high pick, they would get it. So they should they should definitely try to try to beat us. Oh man! So talking about being uh, happy to just get a win, uh, that would be me. So I'm just gonna get my matchup over with quickly here. (laughs) Number one man, Wolfpack certainly uh, gets an easy win. Barely has to do anything. I barely, I can't even get to 100 points. Freaking Derek Carr, who I had in all three of my starting lineups, gives me 1.94 points out of the whole game. And I was thinking, you know, when I saw that, I was like, what happened? Derek Carr got injured during this game? <laughs> and you know, and I, I saw just the last bit of the game, and Jared Stidham was in the game. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. He must have got hurt. I'm not happy about it, but okay, he got hurt. That means... And then it turns out, no, he was in the game the whole time. It was just the last garbage minute that they were giving to Stidham. And he still comes out with 1.94. How many yards passing for a whole game? Oh, my God. That's pretty pretty bad. But at least you went against Adams. <laughs> yeah. And so I, 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 I kept his Devontae Adams scoring down to 1.2. <laughs> but his... Allen and Big Stack, uh, you know, went to town again, throwing another 22 by or 25 by Travis Etienne, and uh, it is no bueno. I'm probably the only team that wasted 
a 35-point performance from Derrick Henry was such a loss. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he's not number one. His team is so stacked right now. Yeah, I, I mean, certainly his he is going to, again, someone who benefited from trades with James Robinson being shipped out of town. Etienne's getting uh, all the looks now. Now he's a bona fide number one running back. Yeah. His bottom guy is still a good good starter. I'm like, man, he's literally stacked on every position. Yep, he's doing well. And uh, Judy, you know, you know, he's coming on now. It was supposed to be Cortland Sutton, but Judy's getting all the love from Russell Russell Wilson. And what can I say? He's he's definitely gonna be uh, someone. Yeah, he's he's moved up to third now, so he is he's right there. But uh, once he gets to the playoffs. He's going to be someone that nobody is going to really want to run into there. Yeah. But, uh, well, let's see here. The, uh, other, the other big win was two men enter, one man leave, 159.6 to 18 is 132.08. So Ron just keeps rolling along there. He's, uh, up again, second seat now. And, uh, Ron's always a little, he's always quiet, but, here he comes again. Yeah, he. I think uh, he was hurt because he's, as the ex-commissioner, he wanted to come on the podcast so bad. He tried to be the highest scorer, but he couldn't do it. <laughs> he was, yeah, Ron. He's Ron dying to one come of those, on. Like, Ron reminds me of one of those type of teams that, like the Cardinals, whatever, you know, where they're not flashy or they don't talk too much. They're all quiet, but. He's always like in the top two, top three, and then like I'm looking at his players, I'm like they're decent, but not like great. But yeah, he just he gets the most out of his players. He's like one of those coaches that you know just coaches them up or something. Yeah, he he was uh, on that Prescott bandwagon for a while. He he went through all the ups and downs and kept them on there, and and it paid off. Got thirty points. Yeah, it, it's crazy with Miami how much that Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill both can score that many points from the same team. And, uh, you know, he's got uh, – he still even has in in the wings Keenan Allen. If Keenan Allen can ever get healthy, you know, he's got another weapon to use. So, you know, he's got bye week fill-ins ready to go. You know, Antonio Gibson – Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh, they'll be fine. You know, overall, Ron's team has been, you know, he has not been hit by the injury bug. So, you know, he, you know, Allen is probably the only one, but he's got, uh, like I said, Allen, it's questionable if that guy can even be a starter on Ron's team at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the corn dog king is, is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I always, yeah, always on my fantasy notifications. I always see Ron making moves and you know, quick this and that. I, he just seems to be sitting there collecting his money and then just doing fantasy trades the whole time. You know, yeah. Well, I that's what he—he's got to make sure he has those secret fantasy uh, websites or you know those paid sites <sighs> that he's getting his information from. So <laughs> he's, he's got a secretly uh, that secret uh, stash there. That he's <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, but uh and then Biggs, we asked you to make sure that 
the auto draft wouldn't get to be first place, but uh, you didn't give up much, much resistance. Your score is barely better than mine. At least you broke 100, but uh, you ended up being the biggest loser. Uh, yeah. Squishy scores 153.84. Like we said, there was a lot of, there was this week, was the opposite of last week where there was an explosion of scores. A lot of players went off. There was a lot of high scoring. And uh, here he comes. Christian McCaffrey traded to the 49ers, and now he explodes for 42 points. <laughs> you know, McCaffrey. That, Balance the... that out with my 5.6 from Taylor. I should have <laughs> took McCaffrey as the first pick. I knew it. Well, oh. You know, I feel your pain right there because I, I had Taylor and two other uh, 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 leagues with the first pick. I, I just suck at picking the first pick. <laughs> I, I should have, you know, I, I was like talking to Ryan, my son. I was like, all right, I probably shouldn't do this again, right? Don't pick the same guy <laughs> first up. So I was like, should I pick McCaffrey? I'm like, oh, I don't trust him. And sure enough, he's doing great, not injured, and Taylor can barely get on the field. Yeah. Yeah, it said Dan, Danny was uh, earlier decrying how Taylor might have been the worst number one overall pick, but uh, I said, well, if you talk to Victor, he might have uh, some, <laughs> something to say about CMC and Saquon when they were his number one picks. I I'm the first guy that got roved, you know, back in 2000. <laughs> I don't know, 18 when, when it didn't before exist. he was roved, right? He's like, <laughs> oh, you're great, yeah. yeah. Uh, who did I? Well, I can't even think of it. Uh, probably Saquon, Saquon at that time. Yeah, Saquon. Yeah. Right? And Ron gave me that whole, oh, dog, you're, you're going to do great with him. And this is kiss of death. Yeah. Ever since then, anytime I get a first round pick, I had uh, CMC. And sure enough, he barely played. It's just one of those road keeps mutating in me. And I just can't get over the first round picks. Uh, there's, there's, no getting, there's no getting away from it. He, he will. He'll get his way one or the other. He'll he will mutate and uh, he'll touch your players and they'll be out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just players. right. The vaccination doesn't cure Roman. It just hopefully um, decreases the symptoms and the you know secondary effects of him. But there's definitely no cure for the Roman. <laughs> well, finally, you know we we touched on this a little bit earlier, but we got to give it its full analysis. Uh, Stanky boys scored an amazing 160.82. Would have beaten any other team this week, even even Ron's 158. But unfortunately for him, for Luke and Stan, they cope against Victorious's <laughs> Vicks 165.74. Oh, the frustration would have been must have been real for Stan and Luke. I could just see them sitting next to each other. Looking at each other, wonder what they could have done. Stan I'm, su- that I'm little, surprised like, they're not on do? the call. <laughs> I, I, I would think they would uh, barge in on the call. Oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they tried that Harrison Bryant tight end. That, oh, that was zero, the death, huh? A donut there. Uh, and then, you know, so it's. It's probably Stan who probably picked up that. <laughs> Brian and, he, and then Luke probably looks at the score, and Stan <laughs> looks back at him and gives him that. What can you do? What kind of look? Your two hands up in the air, head cocked to the side. <laughs> I think you do one. 
move, Dad. This is what you do. <laughs> oh man, I mean, he had again Jamal Williams going off, D. Hopkins going off, Hopkins and that amazing one-handed catch. He's like all the way back right now. Uh-huh. Arizona, they're loving that, and then uh, DJ Moore with all with everyone else traded out out of Carolina. DJ Moore is there for all the all the treats, but uh, can't can't handle forty two point eight from Alvin Kamara. <laughs> My good old friend Alvin. <laughs> and then uh, Kyler Murray from Arizona. Well, some of those points from Hawkins, they had to come from his good old quarterback. So yeah, see why you badmouth Murray? <laughs> yeah, why you badmouth him? I'm so glad Hawkins is back. Finally, Murray is hoping could have a little bit more of those type of games again because he's been just sucking. Imagine, imagine if he had Hopkins and and uh, what's his name? He would have Marquise Brown. Hollywood. Yeah, Brown uh, Hollywood. It would have been well, nice. I didn't offense. know until right now. Till uh, I just found out that Chase Edmonds got uh, traded to the Broncos. Yeah, to the Broncos, yeah. muddled the Broncos situation even more. So, but yeah, it was amazing. Like when you see these scores, you know, it's kind of crazy because when you look at Stanside, I guess at first you're like, oh, Lamar 25, Hopkins 33, you know, 22 from Williams, DJ Moore 20. You see all these bigger scores. And then on, on big side, you do see that 30 from Murray. And then Everywhere else is like 16, 19. But then that, bam, that Camaro, 42.8. Oh, yep. Yeah, I don't know how it won that. I was like, I thought it was dead in the water. <laughs> but uh, like you said, the uh, it, it, it feels good to have a high score. But to have a high score when the other team also had like a really good score and it got wasted. <laughs> oh, man. That must go even better. Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean. My team, I feel like, you know, if I could just have these guys play to the potential, I feel like I have a pretty better than average team. Um, but then again, I get snaked by Waller, and I don't know what Troy fed him at that <laughs> Japanese restaurant, but when he bumped into him, but obviously didn't help because he keeps straining that hamstring. So obviously he's carrying too much weight. So. I don't know what Troy fed him at that Japanese restaurant, but he's banned from I that did. restaurant now. <laughs> <He's banned. laughs> well, oh man! Well, it's all almost all of Vegas oh, players. If, if he could just play to his potential, that could help a lot for me. But I'm I'm pretty much almost gave up on that guy. You you would expect the Raiders' offense to be good. I mean, you got Mike uh, Josh McDaniels, offensive coordinator, all these years. He should. At least be able to get the offense going. Yeah, but man, it's that, horrible. To get shut out by the Saints of all twenty-four zero. Oh god, that was not well. The, the the guy that's been at least compensating for uh, you know has been Josh Jacobs. At least he's been having some big games until minus until the this, last game. That's right, not, but, yeah. But if he, if he was gonna have a bad game. This was the week to have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It was negated by Harrison Bryant's zero and bolstered <laughs> by Camaro's 42. So, well, that was a good victory. And uh, like we said, uh, uh, you know, both both podcast supporters, thank you, boys of Victorious, 
both scored well. It just unfortunately <laughs> they they were going up against each other. One <laughs> had to lose. <laughs> Sorry, Luke. All right, so that was week eight. Let's take a look at week nine. All right, so let's uh, look at week nine. Uh, Victorious' first matchup to see if you can keep it going is going to be up against Zookzilla's. Uh, right now, it should be, you know, projected score-wise, is 139.27 to 126.49. But I will say this projected score is probably a little bit off because, first of all, it's projecting D. Waller at 12.54. <laughs> I don't know if you can get that 12.54 from D. Waller. I don't think he can even play, period. But, yeah, I, 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 that's definitely a misleading right there. And so what are you going to do? Yeah. I, I know, I'm trying to figure that out. What are you going to do? And my other tie that he's out, he has a buy, so I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I just can maybe let it roll or or just last minute then try to throw in somebody else. So we'll see. But on, on paper, they said he looks like he's ready to go. Yeah. What you got to hope for is uh, also you got to be careful – AJ Brown and uh, Philadelphia Eagles going against Houston, he might put up another three touchdowns against that defense. Oh yeah, yeah. I got I, I, I still I gotta look at and mix and match some stuff. So <laughs> So it's hard to say Zookzilla's his projected score seems like it should be higher because it doesn't seem it seems like AJ Brown would go well well over that seventeen point seven seven uh projected score. Yeah. I really want to take down Zuxilla just because of uh, what he's done in the past. By just, <laughs> you know, we all know his past and his secrecy, but uh, also if I could beat him, then that knocks him out of like the uh, what is he four right now, five yep. and three. So it's nice to bring him back to uh, our tier, and then I could bump up hopefully a little bit. So that's a it'll be a, it's a big game, especially because of Zuxilla. So. Yeah, anytime uh, you know these two tritons go against each other, two you know, tritons, <laughs> Vic is looking to come out on top. <laughs> yeah. All right, then uh, our next matchup we got TLA versus A Team. Uh, TLA moving up a little bit in the standings, even without with that loss. Uh, he's in ninth place, going up against A Team's eighth place. So if TLA could come up with a victory, uh, which he's projected to do. Uh, he should, projection-wise, he should have an easy victory, in fact, that would actually get him into the playoff race there and knock A-team uh, possibly out of the playoffs uh, after week nine. But, you know, a long way to go. But still, you know, he is looking good. Let's see, A-team has Saquon and Ayuk on by, so... Uh, might be kind of tough for uh, a team to come a- around here, but what do you think, Danny? You think TLA how it is? Is this a is this a, a easy victory? Uh, I guess on a pattern wise, he should be able to come with an easy victory this week. Um, no, <laughs> no. something's gonna happen. <laughs> we don't know what, but something will happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's either that or he goes into his downward spiral of podcast curse. You know, he could have his other pattern of not being able to win any more games. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it'll it be pretty rough for him. He's, he's going to be pretty depressed if 
if he with this kind of uh, projected lead, he can't come up with a win on this one. Yeah, I so. think for TLA, it the podcast curse it's like delayed, <laughs> so it doesn't happen right away for him. I will say TLA always has this down downcast woes me, you know. Uh, personality and then doesn't want to be on the podcast, you know, so <laughs> sometimes, you know, his players can sort of, you know, they, they sort of mimic your coach, right? So, you know, when they see him being all mopey and depressed, and, you know, it's hard to play, you know, your fullest when you're, you're seeing your coach like that, so yeah, I don't feel too bad for him. <laughs> you're looking for a little fire, you know, if it's all leadership, you know, you know, we've seen We've seen, uh, we've experienced the Gomer Powell years of USC and his dumbfounded look on his face. And what do you know? All his players don't know what to do. We're dumbfounded at four and eight season. And we got Lincoln Riley this year fired up. And, you know, we were down to Oregon State. And what did Lincoln Riley do? He looked Caleb Williams in his eye and say, you know, you're going to come out of this. We're going to need you. You know, pull it. I believe in you. And he pulled out that win and, like, you know, got our whole team believing at 7-1, and one, you know, quite the turnaround. So, you know, coaching, you know, definitely has a big, big, big part in uh, how the team reacts. Yeah. Come on, Chile. A little bit more energy, more positive energy from you. <laughs> there we got a stinky boy, Stan Luke, going up against Variant Joe. And uh, this week, it looks like... Uh, They've got their uh, hands full because they've got a big bye week going on. Um, they got Hunt on a bye week. Uh, so they're going to – well, they'll have Travis Kelsey back, so they don't have to worry about that, I guess. And they do have Pickens on bye, and Jamar Chase is still dealing with an energy. So this this score won't look quite as bad, but still it's going to be tough going up against uh, – Joe and his uh, Jalen Hurts and Jamar Jefferson stack. That stack has been pretty good. But as far as Luke and Stan, uh, they are going to have to make a lot of moves this week to to fill their lineup. Uh, Vic or Dandy, do you think he's going to, this is the week where he has to keep Stan totally out of the way? Uh, I think Stan is pretty much. Uh, I think Luke probably changed the sign in password, so I don't think Stan's allowed to even log into the uh, fantasy app. <laughs> well, they don't. He they don't have another running back or a kicker, so they're gonna have to let go of somebody. I feel like he's gonna. He might. Oh wait! Oh no! No, they don't have another running back. They don't have another running back because Dobbins is hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so either they decided to – they're going to punt this week because they, they don't want to give up anyone on their bench. But uh, they may have just acquiesced said, well, Joe's too much for them, Variance too much, so <laughs> no reason to make any moves, which is – you know, pretty embarrassing if you if you want to just lie down for Joe. But, uh... <laughs> exactly. You better not do that, Snakey. Yeah. No. Don't yeah. give Joe an easy win. Yeah. yeah. Drop uh, Pickens so I can pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, he definitely has room to make a move because he's definitely going to drop 
Bryant. They don't need Harrison Bryant anymore because Kelsey's. Oh, in that's there. right. He could drop Bryant. That's so true. they just got to find a, a running back to pick up and, and make that move. And Robbie Gold, that, he's, he's no fantastic kicker. You could just switch him out for any other kicker. So we'll see. Hopefully they don't lie down, but uh, we'll see what they decide to do. And then uh, looking here, we got two men into one man leave going up against auto draft. And uh, this is a battle of one and two, number one and two right now. Big game, big game. This yeah, but Autodraft doesn't, uh, doesn't have McCaffrey. That's or, huge. Uh, yeah. So Ron caught him at the best the press, time possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's most likely to claim that number one spot. But uh, we shall see. You know, at least Squishy's got his whole lineup filled. He's, he's at least, again, fielding a whole lineup. And uh, you never know any given Sunday. You never know what might <laughs> given Sunday. And so, uh, you know, two man to one man leave is benching one Trojan, Drake London, for another Juju Smith-Schuster getting the nod this week. Uh, so we'll see if that pans out for him. But, you know, he's got Waddle putting Brady in this week, you know, getting something from the old man. And... Because uh, with Pres- Prescott on a buy, but looks like an easy win. Looks like an easy win. Yeah. By Ron, this time Ron, next week, Ron's such an opportunistic guy too. Just things just <laughs> fall for him sometimes, right? Yeah, that's like we said. Ron's probably the luckiest guy we know. He his. <laughs> We're just not talking about fantasy. We're just talking about life. Just life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just... But yet he's so. Uh... He's so against the world. <laughs> so something has to give. He, he does. He, uh, yeah, if anyone has old man vibes, it's uh, it's Ron. Which I got to, it's funny, you know, because talking about old man vibes, I was, uh, you know, you mentioned, Danny, your kids are in sports too. So I, I guess apparently Ron's daughter, Ava, has started, sports this year and uh she's doing soccer and mm-hmm. you know usually at wait she's she's what like five years old i think now usually five-year-old kids when you're doing any type of sports you know you at that age you're, you're just having fun right you're running around playing and you're pretty happy playing pretty much any sport there it's it's not about like oh this was too hard or like uh I got to practice some more. <laughs> it's it's pretty much at that age, they're just running around and they're like pretty eager to play a sport at that age, right? It's not really a sport. It's just a game at that point. But uh, evidently, Ava is just dragging her feet <laughs> on to soccer practice. She doesn't want to do it. <laughs> She's fine, I guess, if, she, if, if you can get her onto the field She's okay. And so I was asking uh, Anne, you know, Ava's mom. I was like, well, what's going on? Like, why? What, what does she like? She doesn't like running around and playing? And, and I was like, no, she's fine. When she gets out there, she's she's having fun. But I guess she's so tired from school. And then on the way from school, she doesn't want to put on her cleats. And she's just lying down on the, on the field, like, <laughs> walking there. And, like, she's, she's tired. She's just, like... She's just worn out from a hard days of 
kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, she's just, she's just like an old lady. She doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> and I'm like, that's just coming from Ron. She's uh, that just is picking funny. up the Ron. Already. You got Ron and you got this old Ajima Ava. <laughs> if she had her wish, she'd probably wish she could, she could play in her Adidas sliders instead of cleats. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, which is because right, she comes close because uh, as she just refuses to wear cleats, so she's just running around in like her vans or something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, the next closest thing you could do to be wearing slippers is just wearing slip on. It's darker that way. So, well, yeah, definitely, we definitely know whose daughter that is. That is, that is two man to one man leave. Ron's daughter, Ava. To, uh, but that but that age group is really difficult. I remember my son playing soccer at that age. Uh-huh. They they just like picking flowers off the grass. It's like it was so frustrating and hard to watch. Right, but like that's what I'm saying. It's usually just a game. Like they, but they don't usually mind going. You know, there's just like time to spend outdoors, <laughs> run around, so like that. But. She's all complaining in the car, like, oh, we gotta go practice again. <laughs> it sounds like, like a high school like kid, you know, like who has to practice every day. Like, uh, oh man, practice again. <laughs> every other kid's got Gatorade or water bottle. She's probably got Makali in her <laughs> water bottle. Oh man. All right, then the uh let's hear the final matchup. Well, it's you and me pigs, uh the two low score last week. We're going up against each other. One of us is gonna to have to have a victory. We're we're tied at three and five. You're number ten, I'm number eleven. Uh, the only reason why I'm ahead of Peter is just he's had the worst matchups, but he's probably gonna catch up here. And uh, well, this is gonna be of all the other weeks that are so you know high scoring weeks. You and me do not look like we're gonna be a part of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna have an easy victory. Well, I don't disagree with that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, as low as your score is going to be, my team <laughs> is pretty bad. So. Hey, uh, Henry's not going to play this weekend. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not. That... He's got a new, he's got a, a new injury. Uh, I know. I know he's nursing something in. Well, the guy's getting so many carries. Uh-huh. I'm worried that he is going to break down, but. I've got, you know, again, my injuries this year are so bad. My backups to my backup plans are getting injured. Like, <laughs> I have so many injuries that there are other players that I want to pick up, but I have so many injuries that, like, say, tight end spot. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my fourth tight end now and out of injury. And, like, literally the, injury, the tight end that I picked up last week, Ersmith, he gets injured, so I can't even play him <laughs> another week. I got another uh, again. Like this is down to my four string tight end. All my players. The only the only solace I have is at least this year. I I I know what happened. I like I have I have solace in knowing w- that I'm just devastated by injuries. It wasn't that I put the wrong player in and I and I missed out on victories that way. Here's what you have to do. This team is just junk now. <laughs> yeah but like practically all of your starting lineup or half of it 
you just picked up this waiver wire this week, yeah. right? Exactly. <laughs> so all we- I picked up Pines, I picked up Conklin, I picked up Deverney, I picked up Mariota. Yeah, it's like again, yeah, more than half, more than half. The only only players that are normal here is Godwin, Davis, Henry, and my kicker Carlson, my superstar kicker Carlson. <laughs> Also gave me zero points last week. Wait, who, who's your regular quarterback? Uh, it was Derek Carr. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you booted him. I booted that uh, guy. I can't trust that anymore. Well, I just uh, found out that I, I didn't. Wait, was it just this week that Heinz got traded? Yeah. yeah. Heinz got traded this week. I was going to say oh. that could be your ace in the, uh, you know, yeah. the hole where, you know, Jonathan Taylor is going to suck as usual. So if Heinz had a big game or something, but yeah, you got traded to the Buffalo. Yeah, I was, I would actually prefer Naeem Heinz, to be honest. I think I would rather have him on the Colts because Taylor's all gimpy. He might get injured again and get knocked out. And then Heinz would be fantastic on the Colts. But now he goes to Buffalo. He's definitely behind Singletary. And Buffalo doesn't have a running game anyways. Josh Allen gets all the rushing TDs. Yeah. So, <laughs> I could um, I would actually think Heinz might be better just being staying on the Colts there. Ugh. Yeah, because Taylor just he just nicked up way too much. So that would have been better for you for sure. Which is crazy. I don't know what happened to Baltimore or Indianapolis's uh offensive line in one year. Like I don't know if they're all injured or what, but they were like the top line last year, and now mm-hmm. I was talking about how like they're one of the worst lines in the NFL. Because I picked them, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! So yeah, this one is probably not the matchup everyone will be glued to, but <laughs> nonetheless, either you or I, Danny, most likely, all well, not most likely, it probably will be you that will. Get you back up the standings there a little bit, but uh, Seriously, don't don't be a hero, okay? Just oh, don't man. do anything surprising. Well, you know, like we said, coaching. We uh, we'll see who can coach up their team better. Uh, you know, based on your uh, record with the uh, Scottsdale Bolts. Uh, <laughs> 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 I need your defensive coordinator to, to make some moves on the yard. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Vic, are you uh, are you helping coaching this year too with Ryan's team, football team? Uh, football, he he. Well, technically, he could have played, but majority of the team they all aged out. So oh, they all got it too. Yeah, we're just gonna do one more time <laughs> in the spring ball. So yeah, we got an off season right now. Flag. Yeah, flag. Okay. Yeah. What sports does your uh, son do? Uh, soccer and and flag. Oh, okay, nice. And uh, fifty-eight, just because uh, he he won the he's known as a championship football coach. They asked him to coach the flag football team. <laughs> <laughs> what what grade is your wait, son in? Wait a minute. So this just proves that. You didn't hear. You didn't listen to one of our podcasts. Well, I know. Remember, <laughs> I did. Long. In the beginning, I did it because I was just too downtrodden. <laughs> <laughs> so now the truth is coming out. 
<laughs> oh, that's gonna be kind of. Well, you might have a minor curse going on now. <laughs> well, I yeah, definitely. I mean, I had this bad spell where I was just losing. I'm like, you know what? That's what I called in. I'm like, you know what? I need to put more effort. I need something to change it around. That's why I called. <laughs> uh, and funny. what do you know? What do you know? The, the call came right. In, yeah, right away. Right back up there. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I I admitted on that call. I'm like, yeah, I haven't been listening, so <laughs> I confess my sin. Yeah. How old good. is what grade is your son right now? He's in uh, fourth grade. Oh, okay, I guess we can't do a Arizona LA matchup. I guess so the ages are a little bit different, so <laughs> can't bring my I can't bring my team to to Arizona. No. I guess. So, no. Oh man. Yeah. But, well, yeah. we're a powerhouse, so. Apparently, (laughs) watch out. Well, you know they always say you know coaches sometimes have to share strategies and film film study. So you you guys need to you know go over flag football plays, defensive uh, strategies. (laughs) Wait, so so really, are you the coach? No, no, I used to assist uh, assistant coach, but the head coach. Some may know him. uh, It's Ron Lim's. uh, cousin, but I, I I was under the worst coach ever. <laughs> coach flag football, and we still won. But what? Despite despite him, I we won. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wait, who? Kenny. Oh, Kenny. Yeah. Uh... The worst coach ever. <laughs> the worst coach ever. <laughs> but he's got the free time to organize it. So yeah. Uh huh. Nice. Yeah. Do you guys have a good quarterback? Um, During that time, no. So I was telling Kenny, I'm like, dude, we got no quarterback. Just make Ryan be an option quarterback. You can run or you can pass. At least you got a a quarterback and running back in one, but you just want to do traditional plays and this and that. I'm like, this guy's (laughs) an idiot, dude. It's horrible. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I think my son got him like five extra wins just because, you know, just him doing him. But uh, Uh Kenny just cost us some. uh, He was horrible. (laughs) I said, I quit. (laughs) (laughs) It was a a matter of, Kenny, just get out of the way. Just tell them to hike the ball and Uh throw it to Ryan. Wait, what position does his son play? Uh, Center. Okay. Yeah. So. We finally quit the team. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, kid. I can't do it with you. So we went to another team that's been recruiting him a lot. And then we won the championship, of course, and all that stuff. So, so friendship. And does he still have that team? No, that was his last year. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. It's a hard job, Danny. It's yeah, a hard, it it's a hard it career. That's yeah. black football head coach. Hey, head, as a head coach, more than dealing with the X's and O's and the players, it's dealing with the parents. That's exactly. the hardest. Right. That's why I, I refuse to be a head coach because I, I, I can't deal with parents because I might uh, get into an argument. So <laughs> yeah. I don't have that patience. Yeah. Yeah. Those those nights after dealing with the parents, that's when you got to break out that noju to take the head off. <laughs> Seriously. I don't even have noju right now. I'm like completely dry. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, we got to look forward to another week of football. Yeah, as bad as it is with these defeats in fantasy elites, at least it's a, a football weekend. Uh, 
we don't get that much of it. We're, we're already in the month of November, so uh, it's only a, a few more months of football before it's gone. So, <laughs> uh, week nine, here we come. Everybody, go get something good to eat. 